You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. Brand new microphone, brand new hour of the show. The number, if you would like to uh, chime in, uh, call 800-922-6680. It doesn't spell anything. It does it, but it's just uh, 922-6680. There you go. Like, remember, Rush, uh, Rush's number was 800-282-2882. Yeah, it, it spelled talk, T-A-L-K. Uh, mine doesn't spell anything. It, it, spells what, uh, it spells what Joe Biden would say in a speech. It spells uh, 800 schlimidia There you go. <laughs> so uh, I want to get into uh, the open border, uh, and then I want to get into uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg getting grilled up on Capitol Hill. It's, gr- it's grilling season, folks, and uh, it was really good yesterday because Mark Zuckerberg uh, is a little creep. He's a little punk. And, uh, and he got a little wet fur yesterday, and I hope when Donald Trump's the president again that he uh, busts up the, uh, the, big, uh, the big social media monopoly. Wouldn't that be cool like old Ma Bell when I was a kid? Uh, you you uh, millennials and Gen Zers don't know that, but I do. Barely. I was a little kid. Um, a couple of other things about Fonnie Willis. So Fonnie Willis, uh, an employee, Amanda Timpson, said that the $488,000 federal grant earmarked for the creator of creation of a, a center of youth empowerment and gang prevention, none of the money has been used to build that. But, uh, but this, uh, this woman, her name's Amanda Timpson, told uh, Fonnie Willis that, hey, man, the guy in charge of this, Michael Cuffey, he says he's going to be using the money to buy uh, uh, swag and, and laptops and, and travel and stuff. And, and Fawny, oh, yeah, oh, well, that's very interesting. Well, I know you guys don't get along. Okay, thank you. We'll take it under advisement. Fired her two months later. Fired her two months later, and she became a whistleblower. And she said, yeah, none of that $500,000 made it to this supposed uh, federal grant. It was supposed to go to the Center of Youth Empowerment and Gang Prevention. But uh, that's how crooked Fawnie Willis and her sycophants in power in Fulton County, Georgia are. And if I lived in Georgia, I'd be a little hacked off right now. But it doesn't end there. I'm not done yet. There's more. Listen to this. Listen to this. She's cooked, man. She is cooked. Uh, Business partners of District Attorney Fonnie Willis alleged her lover, Nathan Wade, who she appointed to work on the case against Donald Trump, made donations to her campaign before receiving lucrative contracts from her office. That sounds exactly like what they do in Washington, D.C. Wow. Terrence Bradley, Wade's former partner, and Christopher Campbell, his current partner, have collectively contributed more than $5,000 to Willis' campaign. Contributions disclose. Uh, However, moreover, both men have each raked in tens of thousands of dollars from contracts with the district attorney's office. That sounds like a little quid pro quo, don't it? Yeah. Campbell is a partner, at, a partner at Wade and Campbell, where he works with Wade. Bradley formerly worked with Wade at uh, Wade, Bradley, and Campbell. Boy, damn, this is getting confusing. The donations add another wrinkle to uh, Willis' already scrutinized relationship with Wade. Yeah. Uh, Willis accused uh, in a motion this month by Trump co-defendant Michael Roman of benefiting from her lucrative contract she awarded Wade when he took, over her on, uh, when he took her on vacations using money earned from the position. I wonder what position that is. Was it a missionary position where you'd go out and spread the word, as it were? 
I just think it's hilarious. It is fantastic. This is new from Jim Gossett right here this morning for my dear old Pawnee. Bombshell new audio appears to show a whistleblower privately warned in battle Georgia DA Fawnee Willis. Fawnee. Fawnee. She's corrupt. So corrupt that crooked Miss Fawnee. A whistleblower was axed when she presented Fawnee Willis with the facts of crooked dealing. Her staff was stealing and concealing with help from Fawnee. It's time her case against Trump is dropped. Yes, Fawnee Willis must be stopped. I agree. Fawnee should be fired and retired. Embezzling Fawnee. Her boyfriend named Thun Wade. $700,000 was he paid. The deal was shady. Shady. She's a shady lady talking about shady funny. Goods and services. It's time that Get shown the door. She should be DA no more. Goods and services. That's what she paid for. And apparently his services were pretty darn good. Yeah, absolutely. That is brand new from Jim Gossett. <laughs> Oh, did you hear what Nikki Haley's now doing? She's uh, she's taking her talking points from the left. Nikki Haley, yeah, she uh, she thinks she's going to be the candidate. Well, she's toast. Uh, and I and I was just you know going along to get along and all that. She's a you know, candidate, but then when she starts picking up the talking points of the left and, and trying to tell America like a Stalinist that Donald Trump is as mit- uh, mentally impaired as Joe Biden despite the facts that Donald Trump goes out and, and he's under four indictments nationally, uh, losing mi- billi- millions and millions and millions of dollars, and, and he's on the campaign trail and he talks for an hour and a half to two hours and he's funny and he's amazing and he's on top of everything. And Joe Biden goes out to talk at a brewery and he can barely even get a word out. And Nikki Haley says this about Donald Trump. Are we really in this country going to have two 80-year-olds running for president? Wow. It is a fact that when you are their age, you have mental decline. I don't care who you are, you have mental decline. He's not what he was in 2016. My mother died at 91 years old. She was sharp as she ever was. In fact, she may have been sharper. He has declined, Hmm. that's a fact. Joe Biden's declined in the two years since he's been president. The party that goes and puts a new generational leader in is the party that will win. Yeah, new generational leader who's uh, menopausal. There's that. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, oh, somebody just said I need to repeat the wellness company address. Okay. Uh, it is twc.health slash Carson. twc.health slash Carson. Get your uh, medical kit today. All right. So uh, a video appears to show migrants tucked away in a hidden room under military guard at a U.S. airport. Daily Caller News Foundation appears to show a U.S. military service member guarding a, tr- a room chock full of immigrants at Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson uh, International. Uh, Republican State Senator Colton Moore, who is the vice chairman of the Georgia Freedom Caucus, took the video Tuesday night, sh- told the DCNF, the uh, Daily New- Caller News Foundation, they learned of the hidden room full of uh, migrants through a whistleblower at the airport who noticed a f- an influx of illegal migrants coming through the re- facility in recent months. In the video, there appears to be a un- uniformed soldier guarding a room full of migrants and volunteers with a group called Team Libertad, which boasts of helping migrants travel on its social media accounts. 
we're all getting them flights to where they need to be. A man who identified himself as the uh, team Libertardi, no, Libertardi, no, Libertard, Libertad. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> These are just recently undocumented travelers getting released from ICE immigration and customs enforcement, getting to where they need to be. Migrants who come to the U.S. illegally can fly commercially even without IDs. Yeah, the TSA accepts a number of alternative forms of identification and that include arrest warrants and their notices to appear in court. This is your government, kids. This is your government. Moore, whose voice can be heard in the video, said the man who appeared to be a soldier guarding the room eventually took his phone, stopped him from filming in the video. Individuals can be heard shouting no multiple times, saying, you're done. When I took my phone and reached it up above the guy to get a better view of the legals of the room, that's when chaos broke out. That's when the U.S. Army guy took the phone. It was a scrimmage between he and I in order to get the phone back, and he proceeded to tell me to get out of there and just made a real big scene out of it. You about done with this crap? I'm about done with this crap. I mean, I'm really, really, really bloody well done with it. And I'm tired of this dithering on Capitol Hill trying to create some sort of a scam immigration bill that allows us to continue to be abused by this federal government. Unbelievable. This is uh, Mike Waller. He is a, a member of Congress. Uh, Jake Tapper was saying, hey, why don't you want to support this bipartisan bill? This is a good bipartisan bill. Don't you know this is a good bipartisan bill? And Mike Lawler says, well, have you read the damn thing? Because I haven't. House Republicans passed H.R. 2 back in May. Uh, of last year. We went through a long process. We negotiated that bill in our House. Uh, the Senate has yet to actually produce a product. Yes, they are negotiating. Yes, they are working through it. But let's see they, them actually pass a bill and then negotiate with the House. That is how this works. It is not just the House accepts what the, what the Senate does. We have to negotiate, we should negotiate, and we should get... Here's a, here's a line that I would use uh, in the bill. It would be the first line of HR, blah, 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 blah. It'd be, shut down the damn border. A final bill to secure our border. Yeah, but the Speaker said no. Before you've you, you just my name is Jake Tower, but the speaker said no. That you haven't seen the legislation. The speaker is describing it and saying it's dead on arrival. Well, with all due respect, see, Jake, due, due you have with all due respect, you haven't seen the bill. And and interestingly, over the last few weeks, the media has been <laughs> trying to pressure everyone yeah. to agree to a deal. That's because they got their talking points from Joe Biden. It hasn't actually been produced. Why don't we see what the final bill is, and then let's see if they pass it. Uh, and then we negotiate. The bottom line is we have to secure the border. Yeah, secure the damn border or shut the damn government down. And by the way, nobody cares if the federal government shuts down. In fact, we're kind of praying for it. Yeah, this is John Kennedy talking about Biden's open border. I love me some John Kennedy. President Biden um, and the lone wing of his party, which is in control, they just believe in open borders. They believe that anyone who wants to ought to be able to, be able to come into the United States without any vetting. Uh, and they are, uh, since President Biden has been president, about, as best I can tell, about 8.6 million people have come oh, in. It's much more than that. We don't have the slightest idea who they are. Yeah. It's, like, it's like adding four Nebraskas mm -hmm. to America. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a blatant violation. Please make make sure they're not all Husker fans. That's I I'm from uh, Omaha. Don't yeah. No other country <laughs> does it. The only reason that President Biden is suddenly paying attention right now and trying to 
to spin that he hasn't been doing this is because he's running for re-election. Really? And the border, <laughs> the, the uh, open border is one of the main issues. Um, that's where we are. Yeah. President Biden um, and the loon wing of his party, which is in control, they just believe in open borders. They believe that anyone who wants to ought to be able to, be able to come into the United States without any vetting. Uh, and they are. Do you know anybody who died of a fentanyl overdose? China's murdering kids. They're disguising fentanyl as prescription meds. And when kids go online, if they want to get an Adderall or something, they'll get a, an Adderall from somebody locally, and it's disguised fentanyl, and they die. There are high schools who have uh, a fentanyl uh, kits to uh, help stop an overdose from killing the kids. And your federal government is down with it. This is uh, Peter Ducey talking to Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, who is, I mean, the, the worst propagandist I have ever seen. And this includes, like, people who used to work for the former Soviet Union. Listen to this. Virginia ignored an ICE detainer. They released an illegal immigrant from Honduras who was charged with sexually assaulting a Virginia minor and production of sexual abuse material. Doesn't that go to show that... As record numbers of people appear at the border, you guys have no idea what kind of people are coming into this country. Yeah, that open border provides a, a feast for pedophiles. Just say, uh, first of all, this is why the president is having negotiations with the Senate senators, oh, Republicans and Democrats. We're not right, stupid. For the past couple of weeks to deal with what's going on at the border. We're not stupid. Right? Well, as it re- as no, it's not. to cover your ass before the election. Then you're going to open it up again if you steal this one. It relates to border security. This is why the president on day one put forward a comprehensive immigration plan. No, he didn't. About more than three years no, now, he didn't. Congress didn't do no, anything he didn't. about. It was mass amnesty. That That's a lie. In the Senate. You're a liar. The- Everybody knows you're a liar. Everybody knows you're a liar, but now it's really hurting people. And now people are angry. And now you want to do a little CYA. It's a little late for that, though. Yeah. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg on Capitol Hill. Grilling season continues. And man, did he get grilled. That's on the way. This is the Rob Carson Show. I think the biggest scandal the country has ever seen is the uh, censoring of Americans, the uh, collaborated attempt, or I know they succeeded, the uh, collaborated effort to censor freedom of speech of conservatives uh, across the board, uh, mainstream media, uh, the big social media. They played along with the DHS. They created the Disinformation Governance Board. They created the Stanford uh, uh, Virality Project, and, and they worked with universities to literally shut down free speech. Everything that you said online that they declared was misinformation or disinformation was true. You knew the truth. You knew COVID was bullcrap. You knew that the school closures were bullcrap. You knew the closing down business was bullcrap. You knew that uh, banning ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine was bullcrap. You knew that Russia collusion was, cra- was, was nonsense. You knew that Hunter Biden's laptop was real. You knew that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden uh, extorted a gigantic amount of money and and got money from our enemies by the millions and millions of dollars. And you know what? We never fell for it. But we couldn't say anything about it, could we? Because we got punished. And we had our rights to express ourselves and the truth from coming out, taken away from us. I'm going to get to the grilling of Mark Zuckerberg yesterday in a second. I do want to mention, if you want to vote on a poll Newsmax is doing for VP, 
We're doing a national poll asking Americans who you'd like to see as uh, the VP, Ben Carson, Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, any of those guys and others. Uh, Just take a few seconds and vote with your text. Let's have a little textual healing, shall we? Just text the word event to 39747. When I get that feeling, I want textual healing. Yeah, just text the event to 39747. You know, I think I may have uh, misguided you on what you to expect from that text. But, you know, you're just... You're, <laughs> You're going to be taking part in a poll. So here we go. Again, it's a text the word event to 39747. If you would, if you would. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg was on uh, Capitol Hill yesterday because uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok are all killing our children. They are. TikTok is killing our children. We have examples of that I'll share in a second. And it's owned by China, and it should be banned 1,000%. Banned day one, Trump administration, TikTok, gone, 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 gone. Bye. Bye, TikTok influencers. Bye. But Facebook and Instagram have also allowed pedophiles to thrive and feast on your children. And they're getting fed a buffet across the southern border. They are. Yeah, 100%. Here's John Kennedy uh, starting things off with a, with a humorous note about uh, Facebook and why it exists. Abundance of personal information. And then you develop algorithms to punch people's hot buttons which, and send... And and, 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 and and ban and shadow ban and, and uh, take down conservatives. Don't forget that. Steer to them information that punches their hot buttons again and again and again. To keep them, I like the way he says that. Coming back and to keep them staying longer, and as a result, your users see only one side of an issue, and so, to some extent, your platform has become a killing field for the truth. Oh, one hundred percent. That beautifully said, a killing field for the truth. That is, that's fantastic. Here is uh, 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 the, the, the senator talking about uh, why Facebook exists. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, let me ask you a couple of questions. Yes. Yeah. might wax a little philosophical, philosophical here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to hand it to you. <laughs> uh, you, you, have, um, you have convinced over 2 billion people to give up all of their personal information, every bit of it in exchange for getting to see what their high school friends had for dinner Saturday night. That's pretty much your business model, isn't it? Now, the thing about Facebook is, uh, you know, and I've had this debate for years, for years. Um, Everybody says, well, Facebook's not a place for free speech. No, it, it is, because it was never started as a platform for liberalism or leftism. Everyone was invited on Facebook to join Facebook. It originally started off, you're showing picture of your feet on the end of a lawn chair with a corona in your hand. And then it became kind of a reconnect for all your, you know, your uh, face, all your friends in high school and all that. And then people started to start sharing uh, political opinions on there. And Facebook realized how powerful it was as a platform for conservatives. I know this because I was on 29 pages, 17 million followers, one group conservative, all of the sites taken down on October 31st of 2018, for no reason. $250,000 spent boosting that audience went away. You remember uh, Walk Away Movement? Half a million stories, black people mostly leaving the Democrat Party. Facebook got rid of it. Got rid of it. That's why he's on the hot seat, and I hope it takes him down eventually. Let's take a break. Coming up, Todd Binsman talking about national security and immigration. Don't go anywhere. 
Virginia. They ignored an ICE detainer. They released an illegal immigrant from Honduras who was charged with sexually assaulting a Virginia minor and production of sexual abuse material. Doesn't that go to show that as record numbers of people appear at the border, you guys have no idea what kind of people are coming into this country. Let me just say, uh, first of all, this is why the president is having negotiations with the Senate, senators, Republicans, and Democrats. No, no, he's just trying to cover his butt before the election is what it is and act like he's really been concerned about the border and it's not my fault and all that. But honestly, the cat's out of the bag. Majorly, everybody knows that Joe Biden and the Democrats want to overrun the border completely, want a completely open border, and they know that it has caused immense damage thus far and will continue to do so. We have Todd Benzman, senior national security fellow from the Center for Immigration Studies, and he's also written this book called Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. Looking forward to talking to this guy. So we'll welcome on the Newsmax Hotline, Todd. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show, my friend. Uh, great to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, let me just cut to the chase right away. Why is the uh, border open? Why Why are they doing it? Is it Is it about votes? Is it about uh, uh, Cloward and Piven taking down the country? What is it all about? Well, everybody kind of has uh, circled around several theories. Uh, one of the theories is that we're going to import Democratic voters and, you know, turn the country completely blue. Uh, I don't really um, subscribe to that one. Uh, I go with one of my own, which is that the architects and engineers of these policies uh, are uh, people from the migrant advocacy industry, from the nonprofit groups. They're in the White House. They're the advisors at the State Department. They're all over the place, and they put, this, they put these policies in place and their organizations, their nonprofits, are fabulously uh, wealthy now. Uh, three years into this, they are making money hand over fist, hundreds of millions of dollars. I would even argue billions of dollars. Nobody really knows yet. And it's just the old story that Eisenhower uh, argued against uh, the military-industrial complex. If you let the defense, uh, the, the guys that make bombs and bullets have the policy uh, control over diplomacy, we'd be at war every year, uh, you know, because they're making money. And that's what happened here. Uh, those people. It's kind of like the vaccine years. manufacturers in, uh, in COVID. You know, I mean, you exactly. look at some of these, like Mike Moderna made $9 billion in its entire company, company history. And then one year, I think it was 2021, they made, made $90 billion. It, it is it's the exact same damn thing, except for now it's just it's just blatantly obvious. So you're saying a lot of this is, uh, you know, th- groups like uh, 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 Catholic Charities uh, making a lot of money. What they do is they, they literally open up like a tent city in New York, and, and they have, and they charge $20,000 a bed to sleep in a tent. So they, they, they provide the minimum and they make the maximum is what you're saying there is yes there is so much money transferring from federal government into nonprofit coffers it's got to be a record for the country i mean these are usually shoestring budgets or they're, they're very often on shoestring but but they're all just they can't even keep up with they can't even hire the pe- people enough uh they're building endowments they're making tons of money uh, on government contracts. So uh, that's my theory. I mean, I'm an old journalist, and, you know, I've seen that sort of thing happen at st- 
state, local, and federal government levels my whole career. Why? Why then? Why then? Twenty six thousand. Why then? Twenty six thousand Chinese nationals. Any any clue on that? Coming from yeah. enemy enemy uh, states. Yes. Uh, well, you know the Chinese are like anybody else. Uh, if they have a chance to upgrade their lives by uh, moving to the United States, and the United States is just letting them in, which is what they're doing. They're able to to. Um, be in Chicago within a day or two of crossing the border, why not? Uh, all you got to do is plop down 10 or 20 grand and you're going to pay that back in a year or two and you'll be in the United States forever. And, you know, we let everybody in. We let almost 90%, probably north of 90% of everybody who reaches that border into the country immediately. And then... You know, they're in, in American cities almost immediately. All they have to do is show up. Who wouldn't take advantage of that? It's it's even they will tell you, God, I mean, we don't know how long this is going to last. We better hurry. So you're, you're saying that, that, that these NGOs are getting billions of dollars from the federal government to bring people into the country illegally, uh, send them to different cities around the country, although uh, Texas Governor Abbott and uh, Ron DeSantis have sent them to sanctuary cities, uh, which I think was a brilliant move, by the way. It's a brilliant move, and it is it has brought the national spotlight uh, to Democrat enclaves. I think it's, it's brilliant. Um, but but then uh, the, Demo- the reason why the money is going to these NGOs to precipitate the flow of uh, people across the southern border don't you suppose what's the payback for democrat politicians and politicians do you suppose it's the vote thing there's got to be some sort of payback for doling out doling out money and to this cause i think the payback is that uh they are giving uh power to liberal progressive uh democrats who will vote for them in the tight election they'll They'll get that's how they got control of the immigration portfolio to start with, which is that they put their backing behind Joe Biden among those 15 Democrats that were vying for the primary. And they stuck with them. And and their reward from the Biden administration for doing that was power to put their crazy ideas into effect for the first time in our history. Uh, You have to understand that Democrats have never abided by policies like this before. You know, Barack Obama was called the deporter in chief. And uh, even one time when somebody said, well, why why won't you stop deportations and detention? And he answered, because it's the law. I have no choice. I'm not a king. Remember when he said that? I remember that. Regular regular Democrats. We're always doing border security type stuff, uh, maybe not as much as the Republicans, but they've never done this. Yeah, they've never done this. This is hey, the Todd. first time. <clears throat> Todd, yeah. you've got this uh, this piece, and you've written the book. It's a Todd Benzman, by the way, over on How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in History. A terrific piece I have here highlighted. I read it this morning. U.N. budgets millions for U.S.-bound migrants in 2024. So the United Nations is a part of this as well. Why don't you tell us what you discovered about this? The United Nations has a massive endeavor in Latin America, all over Latin America, on the migrant trails, where they have built up a series of way stations 
at which they deliver U.S. taxpayer money to hundreds of thousands and millions of illegally moving migrants on their way to illegal crossings at the U.S. border. And the U.N. is managing this uh, in very, very close coordination with the U.S. State Department and 248 NGOs uh, that are down there uh, doling out U.S. cash from the State Department through the U.N., under U.N. management, in the form of cash debit cards, uh, cash assistance, sometimes in envelopes, transportation money for cross-border uh, long-haul transportation, shelter, food, hygiene, medical treatment, psycho, something called psychosocial services. I don't know. Sometimes I think I need some psychosocial services when I read about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is every amazing. Possible, every possible human need to sustain hundreds of thousands of people as they knowingly uh, are moved to the U.S. southern border. And they argue, well, you know, they're coming anyway. We might as well make sure they don't get killed or they're uncomfortable. Uh, but, you know, there are some Republicans, in, in, including me, uh, who don't see it that way at all. I see this as uh, it's gotten to the point. Uh, that, I'll just that say, Todd, I think it's treasonous. It, it, it's it's opening our southern border to people who should not be here. It is uh, overwhelming our country. It is harming our population. It is uh, getting rid of our sovereignty, which is guaranteed by the federal government. And it's treasonous. I'll just, I'm not afraid to say it anymore. I used to get people say, oh, don't say the word treason. Oh, bull crap. This is a this is an invasion of our southern border. I saw in your in your article three hundred seventy two million dollars in planned cash giveaways to six hundred twenty four thousand migrants moving north and illegally crossing national borders. I said when Barack Obama was the president that this was a result of policy. They tried this nonsense with making Kamala Harris the borders are. She said that she was going to find the root problems, but the root is our government is causing it. It's all about policy, and our taxpayers are paying for it, Todd. What do you suppose that we as citizens of the country need to do and tell the federal government about what they are doing to literally cause this? Well, for one thing, this is not incompetence. Uh, it's not three years straight of incompetence. You could have argued that they were just screwing up because they were brand new in the office for you know a few months, but they know what they're doing uh, three years down the road. Uh, and what they are, are doing is simple. They are letting everyone in. And when you let everyone in, those people that got let in, call the people back down trail and say, guess what? They're letting everyone in. Yeah. And they come yeah. too. And that's it. It's just that simple. There's not a lot more complexity to that. And how do I know this? I know this because I've interviewed thousands of them uh, for my book, Overrun, and uh, for lots of other writings too. That's what I do. I interview immigrants on their way in. And that's what they tell me. Yeah, they're letting us in. Uh, so I came as soon as I could. 
uh, and everybody I know is coming as soon as they can before the Americans wake up. What do you so, know about Venezuela? Problem. What do you know about Venezuela uh, emptying their prisons? What do you know about uh, enemy states sending military-age males here? Because clearly, if the southern border is open, you'd almost be a fool not to send your troops undercover into your enemy country. Well, I have heard a lot of uh, kind of rumors about that, and uh, I've never met, personally met, uh, somebody who was among a bunch of prisoners that were suddenly let out and told to go to the United States. I'm not seeing that verified. It may still be verifiable at some point, but I'm just not seeing it. Uh, and uh, But that's not to say that plenty of people who have been in Venezuelan prisons in the past are here. Uh, terrorists. What about terrorists from from uh, from our enemy states overseas, from Iran? What about terrorists? I mean, we all remember that that guy who a couple weeks ago he said, "You're going to know who I am eventually." At a Middle Eastern accent, you may not know me now, but you're going to know me. What are you hearing about terror suspects? Yeah. Well, we we have apprehended, uh, detected, and apprehended about 330 plus who are on the FBI terror watch list. In, in the last 36 months, which is a massive record by far. I mean, typically in any given year, we might catch five or 10. And that's on both sides of the border. Uh, here we've got, you know, hundreds. And those are the ones that we caught. We've had 2 million people get away undetected into the interior uh, in the last three years. And so if we caught 320, we have to assume that, uh, some number got through into the interior with all the gotaways. So um, that is a significant national security concern, in my opinion. I've written about that. In fact, I wrote a whole book about that called yes. America's Covert Border War. Uh, it's the only book about that topic uh, that lays it out and lays out the fact that we have had these successful programs, counterterrorism programs down there, to do a pretty decent job of vetting uh, people from those countries that cross when there were three or 4,000 a year. Mm -hmm. We're having 100,000 a year come through. So uh, our covert border uh, war programs down there are on ice and have been right. Yeah, they're not happening anymore. Oh, Todd, I, I appreciate you coming on the show today, and I'd like to kind of make you our border expert. I think that you've got the uh, you've got the chops for it, and, and if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to have you on again. Your new book is Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. And, and now we know that uh, Kamala Harris was made the border czar with no intention of shutting down the border. They She was covering it up by saying that she was going to look for the root causes when our federal government knows it because they're paying for it. It's all been a lie thank you for sharing that todd i really appreciate you joining me where can people find you on social media bensman todd on x i also have accounts uh for with getter and truth social and you can go to my website toddbensman.com all right. And sign up for my free newsletter there. All right. Todd Bensman, B-E-N-S-M-A-N. Todd, thank you very much for joining me, and we'll have you on again. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is not an EV, and it never will be. Yeah. 
I'd say that was a pretty fascinating interview by Todd Benson, with Benzman, wouldn't you? Todd Benzman says what I've, uh, you know, thought all along. It's policy. It's policy. All the, uh, you know, making uh, Kamala Harris the borders are and everything. Got to go find the root causes of the immigration and all that. It was a lie. It's the plan. It's being paid for with your tax money. NGOs are making billions and billions of dollars. They are facilitating this illegal entry. And when they come across, Democrats are saying, we don't know what's causing it. It's global warming. This this, this is an illegal invasion of our country. It is injuring our people. It is killing our people. It is facilitating the enrichment of the worst people in the world who murder and torture and, uh, and run crime families in Mexico. It enriches them, richer than they ever imagined. Think about how evil that is, that our government is down with that. And then lying to you and saying, oh, we want to find the root causes. A few weeks ago, I said, you know, you know, Mike Johnson, maybe it's time for him to step down as speaker. And he may be pushed out if, if some sort of a bad border deal is passed and budget deal is passed. He may be done. And I said, hey, you know, why not? Why not make Donald Trump the Speaker of the House? And then impeach Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for the southern border. Because what's happening in the southern border is uh, what I believe is treasonous. And if you don't believe me, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene has said the same thing. Uh, Chip Roy has said the same thing. Man, I'm just throwing a suggestion out there. It'll cause uh, the left's head to explode. But honestly, uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Cops beaten by a rowdy crowd of illegals in Times Square. Suspects freed without bail. Freed without bail. Beat the crap out of a couple of cops and then get freed without bail. Here's the uh, New York uh, Police Department chief talking about this. All right. So we all saw the video. Saturday afternoon about 4 o'clock, 42nd Street and 7th Avenue. Lieutenant and a police officer from Midtown South being directed towards the Soil League group. As they clear, try to clear that group, you saw the video, reprehensible, cowards. You have eight people attacking a lieutenant and a cop, running up to them, trying to kick him in the face and kick him in the face. Four are arrested on the scene. One was arrested last night. The four that were arrested should be sitting in Rikers right now. Yeah. On bail. Yeah, yeah. Should be indicted this week and taken off our streets. You want to know why our cops are getting assaulted? There's no consequences. Yeah, I wouldn't there be a cop in New York changes. City. You couldn't pay me enough End to be a story. cop in New York City. Unbelievable. These are the abuses and usurpations our founders warned us of. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts. This is the Rob Carson Show. You might want to download the podcast today. Well, every day I would suggest it. What we do is we take the uh, entire radio show. And uh, we edit it down to two segments every day and uh, make it digestible so you can, you know, listen to it while you walk your dog or whatever. While you're on the treadmill at Planet Fitness, Todd Benzman was on. He's a uh, 
senior national security fellow for the Center for Immigration Studies, written a bunch of books, including Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. And yesterday, the, earlier, he uh, he told us what exactly is going on, that we are enriching uh, NGOs, uh, charities, to bring as many migrants across the southern border as possible. And we are also funding the United Nations is funding that as well. So all this nonsense about the Biden administration wanting to get to, uh, you know, some policy that will shut down the border, all of this nonsense about Kamala Harris being the, the border czar and climate change was causing it, and she's going to get the root causes. They lied to you, bold-faced. Bold-faced lied to your face for years. This should result in... This should, that should be impeachment. That should be the focus of impeachment, not only for Joe Biden, but her. To know that this is happening, that our leaders would do this to us, is inexcusable. Inexcusable. I'm done. I know you're done. Just done with this crap. It is an affront to us. It is a a destruction of the Constitution that guarantees our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we are being denied all of those and have been. I got to tell you. uh, Just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Newsmax.com slash listen. I want to talk a little bit about this grilling of Mark Zuckerberg on Capitol Hill yesterday. Because Mark Zuckerberg has taken um, what was a brilliant idea, uh, an amazing way for people to connect with one another internationally, and made it into a tool of the state. He has made it into a tool of censorship, where only some viewpoints are magnified, where only some are able to monetize I've never been able to monetize. I've never been able to even boost, boost my posts on, on Facebook. I have a T-shirt and swag line of uh, politically incorrect. Like there's a T-shirt that has a flag on it. It says, Hillary in 20, never. All right? And there's another one that has the Chinese flag. It says, Chuck Fina. Uh, first of all, the, the T-shirt manufacturer that I had, they literally took down some of my designs because they, they, didn't, they, they said it was disinformation. Right? And that, that's how bad it was. And then when I tried to promote on Facebook, pay myself to reach people, Choose, you know, I, you, on, on Facebook, you could reach, okay, I want to reach 18 to 49-year-olds, uh, but making between seventy-five dollars and $120,000 a year. And you pay for it. I can't monetize. I can't monetize on YouTube either. So some people can and reach a lot of people, but some people can't. And that is against the promise that Facebook made. And they wrangled a lot of people into becoming members of Facebook and YouTube and all of this with the guarantee of a great place and all of this. And then they realized that conservatism was resonating and they shut it all down. Shut it all down. And I hope that Facebook collapses. I'm going to download all my pictures, all of the kids, all of the family moments. And then I'm going to wait for Facebook to collapse. Because they've abused the privilege. And they became tools of the state. They are tools of the state. And if you don't believe me, also look at the $425 million that Mark Zuckerberg put in Democrat enclaves around the country to pay for drop boxes for votes, among other things. Yeah, and that's electioneering, by the way. It is. And I'm not afraid to say it now, because now I won't be taking it down for disinformation and misinformation. This is uh, uh, Senator Hawley from Missouri, Josh Hawley, talking to Mark Zuckerberg about girls online, Instagram and Facebook. And if you have a teenage girl like I do, you might want to listen. 37% of teenage girls between 13 and 15 were exposed to unwanted nudity in a week on Instagram. You knew about it. Who did you fire? Senator, this is why we're building all the tools. Who did you fire? 
Senator, that's, I don't think that that's... Who did you fire? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. Because um, <laughs> I mean, you didn't is... fire anybody, right? You didn't take Senator, any significant I, I don't action. Think it's appropriate to talk about it, it, like it's not appropriate HR decisions. Wow. Do you know who's sitting like behind you? Victims. You've Victims. got families yeah. from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone, and you don't think it's appropriate to take a, talk about steps that you took? Wow. The fact that you didn't fire a single person. To, Let me I'm ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you compensated any of the victims? Sorry. Have you compensated any of the victims? I, These I, girls. I, have you compensated them? I don't believe so. You, why not? Don't you think they deserve some compensation for what your platform has done? Help Senator, with counseling services? Help with dealing with the issues that your your services caused? Our, our job is to make sure that we build tools to help keep people safe. Are you oh, going to go. compensate them? Sounds like every other bureaucrat. He just, he just uh, uh, filibusters, doesn't answer the question. Senator, our job and what we take seriously is making sure that we build industry-leading tools oh, to please. find harmful to make money, take it off the services, and to build tools that empower parents. So you didn't take any people. action. You didn't That's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You, have- now, you know, I've, I've got a lot of experience in uh, and experience and knowledge uh, about child abuse. Uh, first of all, uh, victim. Second of all, um, I spent a good share of my career talking about it, um, holding workshops, children, sex, uh, self-defense, uh, uh, kids, uh, particularly young girls, uh, self-defense classes, things to watch for when it came to uh, pedophilia. And it used to be, you know, the old cliche about the guy wearing the trench coat standing outside of the, uh, the fence of the, of the schoolyard. It was laughable. Well, now those pervs are in your house and they're on your kid's device and they're evil and they trick you. Nothing like you and I ever dreamed of. I mean, we had bullies and what. I had bullies. They were very overt. I knew where to go and what to do and who was going to do the bullying. But now you've got some, oh, this is, this is uh, what, whoever. And, oh, my God, he's got some of my similar interests. And, and he sent me a nice picture of him. And, da, 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 da. and then, then these evil people are there. And they are in your house. They're not outside your window. Peeking in the, they're in your house. Here is uh, Ted Cruz uh, talking to Mark Zuckerberg about uh, about Instagram, which, of course, is uh, is the same thing as Facebook. In June of 2023, the Wall Street Journal reported that Instagram's recommendation systems were actively connecting pedophiles to accounts that were advertising the sale of child sexual abuse material. In many cases, those accounts appeared to be run by underage children themselves, often using code words and emojis to advertise illicit material. In other cases, the accounts included indicia that the victim was being sex trafficked. Now, I know that Instagram has a team that works to prevent the abuse and exploitation of children online. But what was particularly concerning about the Wall Street Journal expose was the degree to which Instagram's own algorithm was promoting the discoverability of victims for pedophiles seeking child abuse material. How many times did you go to Epstein's Island there, Marky Mark? Did you notice that? you notice all the pedophilia stories? Uh, they don't want to disclose who flow on, uh, uh, on uh, the plane, on the, uh, on the Lolita Express. They don't want to say who went to the island. And Jeffrey Epstein uh, was murdered in jail, by the way. 85,000 kids brought across the southern border disappeared. 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 Being sex trafficked. 
being used to uh, to sell drugs and go on and on. Here's uh, here's another thing that uh, Ted Cruz exposed yesterday about Mark Zuckerberg. In other words, this material wasn't just living on the dark corners of Instagram. Instagram was helping pedophiles find it by promoting graphic hashtags, including hashtag ped whore and hashtag preteen sex. To- oh, yeah. Yeah. Here is Ted Cruz uh uh, a little bit more on uh, on the results that show up on your, your Instagram. Instagram also displayed the following warning screen to individuals who were searching for child abuse material. Yeah, listen to this. The, these results may contain images of child sexual abuse. And then you gave... So me- you look for it, and Instagram will take you to it, but put a warning on it. Just thought you should know, you're going to see some pictures of children being sexually abused. Users, two choices. Get resources or see results anyway. Mr. Zuckerberg, what the hell were you thinking? All right, Senator. Um, the, the, the basic science behind that is that when people are searching for something that is problematic. How does it come up as a warning that you may see child sex abuse? It's often helpful to, rather than just blocking it, to help direct them towards something that um, that could be helpful for what getting the them hell? to get help. In, in what, I understand the get resources. In what sane universe is there a link for see results anyway? Well, because we might be wrong. We we try to trigger this, this uh, warning, or we tried to, um, when we... Th- think that there's any chance that the result... Okay. There's one child who got abused because this son of a bee needs to be taken down. More from Ted Cruz. Instagram also displayed the following warning screen to individuals who... Already got that. Oh, then, then, then they had uh, an associate uh, involved with uh, TikTok. TikTok owned by Chinese Communist Party. TikTok is, uh, is a, a den of filth and idiocy. In China, school kids get videos about math and science and learning, but in the United States, it's a it's an armpit. And also, listen to this. Listen to Tom Cotton talking to a representative from TikTok about what TikTok does if you're a kid in America and you're com- you're considering suicide. Listen to this. Does the uh, does the name Mason Edens ring a bell? Uh, Senator, you may have to give me more specifics, if you don't mind. Yeah, he was a 16-year-old Arkansan. After a breakup in 2022, he went on your platform and searched for things like inspirational quotes and positive affirmations. Instead, he was served up numerous videos glamorizing suicide until he killed himself by gun. What about the name Chase Nasca? Does that ring a bell? Would you mind giving me more details, please? He was a 16-year-old who saw more than a 1,000 videos on your platform about violence and suicide until he took his own life by stepping in front of a plane or train. Are you aware that his parents, Dean and Michelle, are suing TikTok and ByteDance for pushing their son to take his own life? Uh, yes, I'm aware of that. Think about the assault on uh, our children, Gen Z, from the federal government with regard to shutdowns of schools. Kids missing everything, missing everything. And where do they turn to when they were missing everything, when they were missing their senior year and they were missing their opportunity to, to, to become stars, to, to excel in, in, uh, in academia and theater and music and sports completely taken away and forced to stay at home? What did they devour? Social media. And who's paid for that? Who the hell has paid for that? 
Who the hell has paid for the gigantic increase in suicide, particularly of young girls in the country? And then when your kid is in the pits of depression, you've got a bunch of, oh, I can't say it on the air. I want to so badly. They say your daughter needs to change genders or she'll kill herself. It's not a mental illness, though. She'll just kill herself if you don't allow what the counselor at school says clearly is the source of her problems. She was born in the wrong body. Do you understand why this is so bloody important? This is uh, Mark Zuckerberg being forced to apologize. This is theater. Don't get me wrong, because he needs to be held accountable. But it does give me a little bit of satisfaction. So you didn't take any action. You didn't take any action. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't compensated a single victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? He turned around and he said some words they're not loud enough to hear, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of them will have to phase the music with regard to this, with regard to their censorship of the American people and other things. And hopefully, I hope they're all broken the hell up. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. You know who's really, 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 really mad at Joe Biden and Democrats for illegal immigration? People of color, particularly in Boston. I'm going to get to uh, Boston very shortly because the uh, the white privileged governor of uh, Massachusetts decided to take uh, a poor part of Boston's uh, community center for black kids, and uh, and it's been a, a you know all they had. And it was in bad need of repair, but they, they use it for track practice and swimming and all this. These kids who are from broken homes and whatnot and poverty. And the, and the governor decided to make it into a migrant shelter, but not before investing a half a million dollars to make it look nice for them. Yeah. Yeah, they've already broken up with you. I thought you should know that. The Democrats have already broken up with you. If you're a person of color, if you're a woman, Democrat Party's already broken up with you. You just didn't know it. You didn't get the text yet. You've been replaced. Yeah, I'll get to that after the bottom of the hour. Michelle in Baltimore. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Thank you so much. I had a concept that I wanted to share with you. Yes. And that is that this uh, secretive uh, transportation of these illegals to all parts of our country, this done a very devious uh, plan. This oh, yeah. is the new Underground Railroad. It's not underground, it's overground. Taking it yeah, and it, and it certainly isn't, is it, it isn't leading to freedom, certainly. It is, it's leading to uh, the destruction of the country. Yeah, and it's devious. Yeah. It's, it's, yes. uh, each one of these guys gets an Obama phone, I believe. So when they want to contact them, they know where they are. We no, more than, more than that, Michelle, more than that. They get, they get thousands of dollars, uh, uh, debit cards. They get cash in envelopes. They get medical supplies. They get all sorts of stuff to, to make sure that they get to the United States safely and securely, and they have plenty of cash when they come to the United States. And it's being facilitated by the United Nations and by hundreds of NGOs, non-governmental agencies, charities like Catholic Charities, that the federal government has made very rich 
while telling you they were actually looking for the root causes for the immigration crisis or blaming it on climate change, Michelle. That is a lie. That is a, uh, to me, it is a treasonous act that you would mislead the American people, facilitate the overrun of our border, the sovereignty of our border, erased completely, and then make taxpayers pay for it, Michelle. That's, That's what's That's what happened. Yep, that's, that's what I wanted to say. Yes, and we're paying for it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So whoever came up with this is so devious, so devilish. It's, and I use the word devilish uh, pointedly. You know, the oh, satanic yeah. stuff that's going around, destruction of uh, churches and synagogues, uh, keeping them closed when there was COVID, uh, teaching the kids all kinds of horrible things. It's a destruction from the top to the bottom, inside out of this country. So I just yeah. want to congratulate you to continue doing what you're doing, get the word out, and uh, hopefully... All of us will find ways to protect hey, our neighbors. You know what? We are going to win, Michelle. Good and decent people are coming together. 77% of us believe the country is going in the wrong direction. 77% of us know that we can come together to save her. Thank you for calling, Michelle. And you know what? More and more uh, people of color are saying, oh, you know, maybe they've been lying to me about the Republican Party and the Democrats. Maybe when I get called an Uncle Tom by my relatives for saying that I'm thinking about voting Republican. Maybe, maybe we're being played. Maybe we're being lied to. And, and maybe every time the Democrat says, oh yeah, this election we're going to take care of you, we're going to fix your schools, and we're going to fix crime and all that, and then we realize the day after the election that they're just going to leave some money on the dresser and leave like they always do. And now you see our schools across the board in the worst shape they've been in decades, particularly for kids of color in cities like Baltimore, graduating not able to read or write, and then being told it's because of racism, even though the Democrats did it to them. I'm never going to stop fighting for those kids. I'm never going to. I've been doing it for a very long time. So in uh, Oregon, they have declared a uh, a state of emergency in downtown Portland because the uh, opioid death Uh, uh, deaths have increased 241% since they decided to decriminalize drugs. They decided to decriminalize hard drugs, including fentanyl. And what happened? A 241% increase in opioid deaths. Everything that Democrats touch turns to crap. And I know these may be addicts, but they are people. And we're going to have to do something about this, too, because they're being poisoned intentionally, by China, and Democrats are stupid enough to do stuff like this. I know there's a lot of heavy stuff today, but you know, we got to get it out in the open. Do my best to have some fun when we can. On the way, I do want to talk about what's going on in places like New York and Massachusetts with illegals, and now it's impacting all of us. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Kevin, I'm going to talk about what's going on in Boston. Illegals coming across our border. We heard uh, Mark Zuckerberg, of course, grilled on Capitol Hill yesterday. Charles Barkley has put something together about that, by the way. Could be Jim Gossett, not sure. Facebook is terrible. T-R-B-L. Facebook really makes me sick. Mark Zuckerberg is a left-wing person. The moving <laughs> post is a latest trick. They deleted. They deleted. Ooh. The censorship is a major reach. 
What kind of lesson does this teach? Like the Democrats, they hate free speech. They delete it, delete it, delete it, delete it, delete it, delete it. First Amendment, they've defeated. We should tell Facebook, go take a hike. When they get rid of posts they don't like, they delete it. 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 Let's tell Zuckerberg to beat it. Don't like your content, they'll remove it. Facebook is biased. Facebook is crap. They delete it. There you go. That's Jim Gossett. If you want to become a member of Jim Gossett's Patreon page, uh, you can give him like five bucks a month or ten bucks a month or something, and, and you just go on. It's Patreon, P A T R E O N, Jim Gossett Comedy, and and whenever he does a new song, it'll it'll be emailed to you. You'll be like, oh oh, there's a new song, cool cool cool. So Patreon, P A T R E O N, uh, Jim Gossett Comedy. Um, so I made some ridiculous beef soft tacos over the weekend on uh, on Sunday. I had some Omaha steaks. Uh, I did uh, the filet mignon, you know, and then I had some strip steaks. And I took the strip steaks and I grilled them and I seasoned them, you know, with some, I guess it was a little fajita seasoning. I added a, a few things. And, uh, and, I, and I cooked the medium rare and thin sliced, got some, uh, I did corn tortillas. My wife likes corn tortillas. I prefer the flour tortillas. Then I just a bowl of cheese, the bowl of shredded lettuce, uh, pickled onions, um, uh, corn salsa. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> it's ridiculously good. Ridiculously good. I, I use Omaha Steak products for a lot of stuff. Everything from their chicken to their steaks to their filet mignon. You heard about the sandwich I made for my son with the filet and the Kaiser roll and the caramelized onions and the melted provolone cheese. I know your mouth is watering. I don't blame you. It's amazing. And right now, when you order for a limited time, go to omahasteaks.com slash Carson. My listeners get four free air-chilled chicken, boneless chicken breasts, four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops. And they are. They are the best pork chops. Serve that with some applesauce. It's a little Gen X uh, reference to the Brady Bunch there. So right now, just go to Omaha Steaks, uh, get your order there. You can have the, uh, the uh, nobody matches the flavor, the tenderness, the value of Omaha Steaks. So go to omahasteaks.com slash Carson. With your qualifying order, you're going to get four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four boneless pork chops, free with your order. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. I know this. I'm from Omaha, and I know how good it is. OmahaSteaks.com slash Carson to get those free chicken breasts and free pork chops. Gary in Kingsville. Hello, Gary. What's up, buddy? Good afternoon, Rob. How you doing, sir? You may, you may well remember this. Uh, back when, when uh, Rush was still on the air, uh, that, uh, he spoke a lot about a guy named Dennis Michael Lynch. And Dennis Michael Lynch suddenly became a big thing because he was really giving a clear picture of what was going on with our border, with immigration, and amnesty, and all the all those issues that were big during the Obama administration. And he came up with a three-part trilogy documentary that a lot of us purchased. I, I've got it right here in my hand. It's called They Come to America. If you haven't seen that, you ought, you ought to familiarize yourself with it, because one of the things that he does, he paints a very clear picture of the dangers of the southern border, but one-third of his uh, series covers the northern border, which you hardly ever hear anyone talk about. But That's it's true. just as porous, and, yeah. and, and things are streaming over there. 
Yeah, yeah. That is a, a great reminder. Thank, what is the name of the... I, I don't remember that. I, I remember most of everything that happened on Rush Limbaugh's show. What did you say the name was again? The trilogy is called They Come to America, and it's by Dennis Michael Lynch. I mean, he, right. had, such in, he had such impact when this thing, thing first came out. People were that. talking about him running for president. Okay. I don't know what happened that he's that he's disappeared, but but it's Clinton's powerful. probably murdered him is what the deal is. Like, probably the Clintons murdered him. You know that that happens. They <laughs> like to murder people. <laughs> yeah, Hillary's got to get her daily allowance. That's right. All right, Gary. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Of course, he didn't murder those people. No, that's all. <laughs> oh. So the D.C. AG is telling angry locals his department cannot prosecute and arrest our way out of the crime spiral. You know, that's happening there. Trump official, do you hear about this guy? Yeah, a Trump official was murdered in Washington, D.C. Was murdered in Washington, D.C. Um, uh, on uh, Monday evening, 28-year-old suspect began a fatal carjacking spree in the business district of D.C. where they shot Mike Gill. A married father of uh, three at around 545. Gill, who remains in critical condition, had reportedly been sitting in his vehicle waiting to collect his wife. When Artel Cunningham attacked him, the victim managed to exit his vehicle before collapsing, being taken to the hospital. A witness told the Washington Post that his wife ran toward her husband and grabbed his hand. She got no response. A few minutes later, he targeted another victim, this time a 2016 Chrysler 200 shot him dead. 35-year-old father of two, Alberto Vasquez, Jr., Vasquez being remembered by his family, including his mother. Antoinette Walker uh, was a wonderful father. His daughters will never get the chance to talk to him again. No weddings, no nothing. Here is the, uh, here is the DCAG, the uh, architect of this nonsense. Uh, telling that we can't prosecute our ways out of this. During the discussion, residents did not hold back, voicing their frustrations. Am I blaming the system? Many questioning why kids aren't being held accountable. We as a city and a community need to be much more focused on prevention and surrounding young people and their families with resources if we want to be safer in the long run. We cannot prosecute and arrest our way out of it. Okay, you're an idiot. By the way, under the Democrat leadership of Mariel Bowser and a majority Democrat city council, D.C. has seen nearly 1,000 carjackings in 2023. 600% higher than the 148 recorded incidences of carjacking in 2018. Part of this is the destruction of the family, certainly. But uh, you can arrest and prosecute your way out of things like this. Mm. This is uh, Eric Adams. Eric Adams, you know, the other night, uh, four illegal aliens beat the snot out of two police officers. They were taken into custody and released without bail. Yeah. And here's old Eric Adams. Eric Adams is, a, is an idiot. And you know why I know that? Have you heard him talk? Here is uh, Eric Adams all of a sudden talking about law and order. He says that he's got this under control. Uh, when you have instances like this that makes you feel as though uh, there's no law and order, let me tell you, you have a law and order mayor and you have a law and order commissioner, huh. and this is going to continue to be the safest big city in America. You know, it is interesting to hear you say that as we watch uh, somebody kicking an officer in the head. Uh, I, I have to ask you, though, about this because... Yeah, Mayor, what? You, you know, you have four of the five people who have been arrested by police on the streets already. Uh, well, I mean, what's your response to that? I realize it's a state issue, but still, what's your response to that? 
You know, we're going to do our job as a city, and as we're learning more and more, and this is a real educational moment for New Yorkers. No, it should be an educational moment for you, you moron. Here's a little bit more from Eric Adams. Oh, all of a sudden, uh, he might be down with possibly, maybe, deporting illegal alien criminals, felons. What should New Yorkers make of the fact that most of the people involved in this attack are migrants? Well, listen, we, I've been saying this over and over Have again. You really? The national Have you? government must do its job. Uh, this is not a response. Here's what he wants. He wants more money. He doesn't want the border shut down. He just wants more money to inconvenience his citizens even more. Responsibility that should be placed in the lap of all of these big cities. We're seeing what's taking place in Chicago and Denver and Boston. All across our country, big cities are having to do the national government job. And those migrants who are here because they want to be part of the American dream, that's we say yes to that. But you don't come across the border illegally. But those who are breaking our laws, uh, we need to re-examine uh, the laws that don't allow us uh, to deport them um, because they're doing violent acts. We cannot create an atmosphere where you're going to bring violence in our city. But the over- Let me get this man out of office. Dear God in heaven. Kathy Hochul is the governor of New York. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Uh, why did you say that, Rob? Oh, no reason. No reason at all. Uh, here she is now. She's saying, you know, if you're coming here illegally, uh, you know, we don't want you in New York anymore, even though uh, I have said over the years that we are a sanctuary state. We have to let the word out that when you come to New York, we're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. So we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. But the smarter thing is to apply for asylum before you leave your country. Well, it's a different tune than what she said, uh, what, in 2021? Listen to her in 2021. And the idea of the Lady Liberty in our Harvards that I talked to the young students about has been the story of New York for 130 years, where people who left religious persecution or left wars, left oppression, and left extreme poverty, like my own grandparents leaving Ireland with nothing, that is what we have always viewed as our responsibility to the rest of the world. But because of that, we are a far better, more enriched, diverse state. And you don't sound very divorced right now. You're, t- you're saying they, there's no room. It's a huge point of pride for all New Yorkers. As you know, the Statue of Liberty is inscribed. It says, oh, give dear me your God, tired, shut up. Your poor- Just honestly, don't even go with the Statue of Liberty. Don't try to tell us how patriotic you are. Dear God. Outrage as Massachusetts Democrat governor closes a cherished sports center in a majority black Boston suburb for four months so it can be used to house migrants. Illegals. Maura Hill accused of treating the Roxbury neighborhood like garbage after she locked residents out of the uh, Cass Recreational Complex with less than 40 hour, 48 hours notice. She insisted it's needed to house the new arrivals, but the residents of the majority black neighborhood demanded she explain uh, why their cherished facility was being cl- closed. Here is uh, uh, the Massachusetts governor crying like a little baby, crying like a little baby for what she's doing. Emotional, guys, okay? Because I'm committed to this. Little kids need to be able to breathe clean air. They need to be able to access swimming pools. They need to have life. What about the black kids in the neighborhood? What about those kids? Guards there who are going to teach them how to swim. And they need to have activities. I don't know what we're going to do for a couple, three months. I'll call universities. I'll call other places. You know, honestly, here's a... Here's a uh, Here's a little bit. Uh, Fox was on the scene in Boston talking to some uh, neighbors here who suddenly their children don't have a place to go. I saw your outrage. 
Why are you outraged? Because this place was, like you said, it's free. It was a place for our children. Our children, I have four children, and it's sad. You know, I have four boys, you know, and we really don't have nothing in the community that's free for us. Don't get me wrong. It's great that they want to help them. Please take away all their hope. While you're at it, I mean, you've blown their education for them. You've ruined that. So no opportunity there. Please take everything from them. Please, government, take everything from these kids. Immigrants. But what about the Americans that are already here? What about the people that are already here that don't have homes, that don't have jobs, that are sleeping on the street already? These people came from the airport here, probably on boats, probably on buses, and probably all for free. Now they're getting stipends. They're getting what else? I need money for me and my kids, and I was born here. Like, you know, I know life is a struggle in itself, but this is not the answer to help them. Now it's going to destroy our community more and mess our children up more. Like, this is sad. I know a lot of people don't even know about this. I came here last night with my aunt, saw a lot of stadies, a lot of police, and this paper wasn't there yet. They just did this probably 2, 3 in the morning when they brought them here. Yeah, they just covered up the glass doors, kind of like they did with the voting centers, uh, the vote counting centers in Philadelphia. That's kind of weird. When everybody's asleep, that's when they brought them here, probably. On buses, I saw um, New York plates. I saw Washington, D.C. plates. So they have that much money to come from Washington, D.C. to do this, to do that. Why are they not helping the people here first? Those poor kids. I tell you what, yeah, like I said, the Democrat Party's already broken up with you. You don't even know it yet. Haven't even gotten a text yet. The Democrat Party has moved on. They're just not that into you anymore. <laughs> it's not that into you anymore. Yeah. That's why I came up with this a couple years ago. Do you hear the people sing, singing a song of Donald Trump? It is time to take the Democrats and Biden to the dump. Trump is going to run again. Hear the beating of the drums. He will drain the swamp and throw out all Kinda the Kind of tired of the abuses and usurpations. Will you join in our crusade and help the Donald win? Make sure the Democrats take it on the chin. Join in the fight that will make us great once again. Bonnie Willis took it on the chin. Do you hear the people sing? Sing a song of Trump's return. We love you, Ron DeSantis, but you should wait your turn. Trump is going to run again. He, he will be the nominee. And in two years, once again, we will be free. Obviously, it's less than a year. announcing my candidacy for president. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. I always like to say when uh, Bill Maher and uh, Joe Rogan have a come-to-Jesus moment about uh, something that is uh, the left has been touting, then it's over for that movement. It's over for that movement. Once they get, wi- they finally figure it out, which is usually about an hour, a year after I uh, discover it. <laughs> Uh, then it's over. And, and here is uh, Joe Rogan going off on all the money we're sending to Ukraine. Country in a nationalistic foreign country, of course you'd hate America. 
Of course you'd hate what we do. I mean, look at what's... Okay, hold on. That's the uncensored. I can't be playing the uncensored because the uncensored, he says all sorts of nasty stuff. Let me grab the uh, censored version of that uh, real quick here because uh, I don't want to play the uncensored uh, version of that. Hold on one second. Where's the good clip for the show? Martha Blackburn. Here we go. Here is the uncensored. I don't know if I want to play that. Yeah, I better not play that. Yeah, just to be sure, because I don't want the uh, the bleep bomb to be coming out. I'll uh, I'll do something else. I'll do something else because you know I don't want to get in trouble with the old FCC. Uh, let's do let's do something that uh, we like to do. Gender confusion. Gender confusion. What is my gender today? Hey hey. Gender confusion. Hey hey. Yeah. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. So for all of the uh, women who are voting for the Democrat Party because of abortion and everything, uh, realize that if you ever have a daughter, uh, the Democrat Party is cool with your daughter's athletic career being destroyed by a man. So, but I mean, honestly, abortion, abortion, abortion. Yay, abortion. Transgender woman breaks track records at New York College. The thing that never happens happened again. A transgender woman at Rock, no, a dude dressed like a girl, uh, at the Rochester Institute of Technology, the RIT, broke two track and field records on Friday. So uh, Sadie Schreiner broke the college's record for the 200-meter run, 25-27, also broke the 300 at 40-48. The uh, runner uh, also won the Liberty League Women's and Track uh, Field Performer of the Week Award. Schreiner posted on Instagram after breaking records, stating, Crazy meat last weekend. Yeah, I think you got some meat for sure. Running until my legs give out. And then, of course, uh, uh, the uh, uh, Riley Gaines, of course, said women's records mean nothing if they're set by men. Schreiner wrote, the thing that never happens happened again. Male Sadie Schreiner broke two more women's collegiate records at Ritt, Ritt Tigers. Yeah, there you go. But don't worry about it. You can fill your tank with abortion and you can pay your bills with abortion and you can, your daughter can, can get an abortion. And that's the most, and you won't have grandchildren. But, you know, other than that, it's all about abortion. There you go. Yeah, you think the Democrat Party cares about women? No, they don't. They care about you because you're an abortion recipient and an abortion provider supporter. That's it. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, if you get a chance to uh, download the podcast and share, this is an epic one. If you want to hear the uh, border interview we did last hour, it's amazing. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen, Newsmax.com slash listen. God bless you, America, Israel. And until tomorrow, which is Friday, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.